This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Coming in with some salt and a swing there. Yeah, I like it. This is The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it's uh, Monday here in no. no, it's not. No, it's not. No, I'm <laughs> it's wrong. Wednesday. The days are all running together for me now. My kids have no clue. I mean, it's summer for them. They sleep till it's almost dark out, and who knows what the difference is. And well, they are teenagers the, now. Exactly. That's how that they works. They either side a house and home, yeah. and, you know, we have a vacation. They have no idea what time it is. What Eat and sleep. Do. That's what they do. That's what they do. Grow. And don't clean up anything. No, not one <laughs> bit. <laughs> I speak from experience. Yeah, with this. yours are a little older than mine. Uh, Matt, uh, we went through the defensive rankings on ESPN.com. Yeah, they're, they're a lot cold. of Steelers represented. A lot of Steelers represented. Now let's move over to the offensive side. Okay. Jeremy Fowler's put this list together. They've done everything except for tight ends. Did they do O linemen? Maybe I missed. They did that. O linemen. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, so I thought we'd start with quarterbacks today. I like it. Might as well. Uh, and as we did uh, earlier earlier in the week, we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. So we'll start with the guys who others receiving votes. Now, this is a poll of 50 GMs, coaches. front office executive coaches, yeah. and players. Right. Oh, there's players involved, too? There's players okay. involved as well. Quarterbacks also receiving votes to be in the top 10. 10. Yeah. Matt Ryan. I'm cool with that still. Uh, Derek Carr. I did a list, and he was 11 or 12, yeah. and that might have been a little generous, but okay. Ben Roethlisberger. I think if Ryan's going to be there, I'm fine with Ben there, too. You know, at this stage of their career, it's a little bit of a lifetime achievement award, probably. Well, here's what one NFC scout said. He's not what he once was, but he can still be elite in spurts. He made a few throws in that Colts game last year that Mm, were high level. He can still do it. Yeah. People forget about that. Yeah. You know, like... That that's to me the big misnomer, and you and a lot of national guys fall into this trap too. That he doesn't have the arm anymore, the elbow shot. Turn on the throws. second half of the Colts game. Turn right, on the right, second right. half of the Browns playoff game when he had to throw the football down the field. Right, and everybody knew it, and everybody knew it, right. and he made a lo- he made several high level throws in those games that it looked like you were watching. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger circa 2015. Arm strength. Doesn't work. It's not me. the problem. It's not the problem, or, or the question at this point. It was. It, it might wane. There were some accuracy point. issues last year. Down yeah, the field. I, I thought controlling the of the football and um, not necessarily willingness, but you know, extending plays and you know, is that a function of coaching or player? You know, you got to attack more of the field, but that's a different conversation. We've had it a lot. I think Ben still is an honorable mention. And they type. were they were different kind of throws in those games too. You know, deep ends, um, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature that arm strength throws. Where he was gotta, driving the ball down the field. Right. I still think he can do that. Yeah, and the little we've seen in you know preseason or mini camps and stuff. I mean, the ball's coming out of his hands nice. I think it's coming out of his hands better than it was last year at this, this time, time yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you got to think that that elbow had to be. I mean, he could brush it off and not talk about it much, but I'm sure it was you know hard to deal with. Last what we year. missed last year was the opportunity to go up to Ben privately in the locker room mm-hmm. say you know you're here give him some examples and say okay here's here's what i'm seeing is this is this a problem is it or is this something that you're dealing with here couldn't do it last year yeah right right right. still haven't been able to do it that, yeah. that's what i want to do i want you know just to have a candid conversation with the guy right and highlight tapes can lie 
But if you put together his 50 most difficult throws of 2020, you wouldn't say he's the same old Ben, but you'd be like, I don't see any problems. You yeah. know, it, 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 there's more than three examples against the Colts and Browns. I mean, yeah. throughout the season, when he had to, it wasn't like the ball fell short or – you know, died. You know, I mean, right. it, 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 it's still the guy still threw thirty three touchdown passes yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that by accident. One hundred percent without a running game. Without a running game. Uh, Ryan Tannehill on that list. I think that's the neighborhood he belongs in. I mean, Carr versus Tannehill. <laughs> I think's a conversation. You know, uh, Joe Burrow on that okay. list. Okay, ascending. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, he's he's also in the the Carr Tannehill neighborhood. Baker Mayfield. It's a little rich, but okay. He's ascending. He finished season strong. Carson Wentz. He should not have got a vote. <laughs> I mean, he had like the worst season in the league got benched. I mean, you can't get. I mean, that, that, I'll I, say this about Carson Wentz: the game he played against the Steelers here, mm-hmm. he made three or four again high level throws. Oh, his highlight tape wouldn't look bad either. Yeah, no. But the lowlights are just atrocious. Yeah. Remarkable, right? And some of it was is. Because of his situation. I mean, that offensive line has been disheveled, to say the least, with injuries for two years now. And, you know, he had to put teams on his back. And But, boy, I mean, he took a ton of sacks and had a lot of turnovers. And he got benched. I mean, no one else on his list got benched. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of a big of, deal. It's kind of a big deal. And, and then know, traded. And then traded. And then dumped. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he got benched. Uh, so, number 10 on the list is Kyler Murray. Highest ranking eighth, lowest ranking unranked. Uh, last year, he was honorable mention. He's 23 years old. What he needs to do, though, is they need to expand that offense. And maybe, you know, offseason shows they'll probably go to more four wide that we thought Kingsbury was going to a ton of. And he did early in his career. But too many horizontal throws. He doesn't make a lot of over deep middle throws, things like that. And Here's he's thing, capable. Though, he, he had 14 completions of 40 or more yards last year. That led the NFL. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, because they Cause go, you start it, biting on all the underneath stuff and then le- yeah. you know, horizontal left, right. And he's a very good deep passer, yeah. you know. So, but I think he needs to do more of that. Uh, number nine, highest ranking six, lowest ranking unranked last year. He was unranked. He's 23. Justin Herbert. Is that a little too rich at this point I for the hint? I was thinking that too. Yeah, I mean, he probably, at this point in his career, should have been in that others receiving votes. Right. And more so than other positions. Well, I guess offensive line, too. I want to see a pretty big body of work. I mean, what do you have, 14 starts? And I'm going to say he's the ninth-best quarterback in football. Yeah. I mean, he's as talented as anybody. He was as good a rookie year as you'll see. Um, this could be a little Baker Mayfield-ish, though. That, a that little. He gets the, They're putting yeah. the cart before the horse a little bit. Now Now teams have had the entire offseason to study him. Mm-hmm. And okay, okay, here's what he can't do. Let's make him do this. Let's make him do that and see if he can make that throw. One of the analytics that speaks really well to him is he really did well when under pressure. Yeah. Which, at Oregon, I didn't really see a lot of that. And, and maybe he was just being coached different. Get it out. You know, like he didn't seem like a stand-in-there, drive-the-ball guy in college. They were behind a lot, too. Right. And so right, you're right. defended differently when you're behind constantly. Yes. They're going to give you a lot more than they would give you. In normal situations. I don't have their 2020 schedule handy either, but you mentioned teams having the offseason to check them. I think he played the Patriots and maybe Miami and maybe even Detroit. Uh, and where I'm going with this is Belichick disciple defenses. Gave him fits. And they gave him fits. Yeah. I mean, he had three or four games last year where he was swimming like a rookie, and he's going to see a lot of whatever they did going forward. And yeah. he'll probably overcome it. I mean, he understands that too, but – not every game was roses. No, it was not. Uh, number eight, highest ranking five, 
lowest ranking, unranked. He was number six last year. He's 24. Lamar Jackson. It's hard to imagine he's unranked. I mean, he's a nightmare to play against. But I guess there's some old school executives saying that's that's not the style of quarterback I want. Here's what an NFL, a veteran NFL offensive player said about him. People are figuring him out a little bit. Those guys on the list in the two-minute drill, they can do it. Not sure he's there yet. The running is great, but when you have to play from behind and throw, that can be very tough. I agree with all that. And that's a fair, you know, a fair yep. assessment of him. Some of that isn't his fault. I mean, their wide receiver play has been as bad as anyone in the league. Yeah. And Greg Roman gets a lot of credit as, boy, look what he's got out of Lamar and Kaepernick. But, like, their passing game and route concepts are very rudimentary. And maybe that's because Lamar can't handle it and Kaepernick couldn't handle it, but I bet it's more of a Roman thing. Here's Um, what another NFL quarterback said about him. He can become a better passer if they put more on him to do so. There you go. Right. But if they continue to build a fence around him that's an RPO gimmick type stuff, only utilizing his running skills, I think they will never score enough to make a deep run. That's fair. I don't I don't disagree with that either. I don't disagree with that either. You no. know, it, that stuff works, you know, when you're playing bad teams, when you're playing the Bengals. When especially you're, if yeah. you get up 7-0 yeah. right off the bat, and we know that's – All of a sudden more. you get into a game against the Chiefs, or, you know, we saw last year against the Steelers when sure. they played him. Or Buffalo nowadays. Or Buffalo or, you know, now, yeah. I mean, Josh Teams Allen's that can, that situation. that don't fall behind you, that, you know, you they get up on you. The, the defense is good, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're into a dogfight, and he can't make the throws that you need to make to be able to, to win those games. Yeah. I think I would phrase it, the offense can't make those throws. The offense can't make the plays. Can't make the plays. Yeah. You know, like, I, I was Football Outsiders book came out, and, you know, I, I forget what the numbers were, but – such a low percentage of throwing outside the numbers, like yeah. by far like worse the lowest than the league. In the league. Yeah, and it's kind of like the Steelers. Like, if you're only going to throw the first ten yards of the line of scrimmage after ten games, everyone figures it and out. And you're not going to throw anything outside the numbers. Everything's right. in the middle of the field. I'm going to single coverage everything in the middle in, in the outside and flood the middle of the field. So in that regard, yeah, they're getting figured out a little and, bit. In the and some of that game. is their receivers, for and sure. Some of it is definitely their receivers, yeah, right. Because they don't have good guys outside the numbers mm-hmm. that can win on a consistent basis, which, you know, kind of, you know, that was Mar- what they got Marquise Brown to do, win right, outside right. the numbers, and he's, he just hasn't developed. He was pretty good it. at the end of the year, and, and I do think he has value just because it's hard to crowd the box with that guy on the field, too. I mean, he's a waddle-like type, you know, deep threat guy. But he can't be your primary receiver. No, he can't. He be has to one. be the you know a part-time you know specialty guy. Number seven on the list. But Lamar has to be in the top ten. Yeah, I mean he was MVP a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's he's been pretty good. Number seven, uh, his highest ranking is seven. His lowest ranking was fourteen. Last year's ranking was number nine. He's twenty-seven years old. Dak Prescott. Coming off an injury, I wouldn't. I thought he was awesome before the injury. I bet I would take him over a couple names ahead of him, but he's, what, seven on the list? I mean, yeah. pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a star. Uh, number six on this list. Highest ranking was number four. Lowest was 13. Last year he was number 10, 33 years old, Matthew Stafford. I'm a little surprised. I always feel like I'm higher on Stafford than consensus, and he's like eight or nine-ish for me. I mean, I think there is something that – I mean, it's an awful situation – but he's never taken his team really anywhere. He's never won a playoff game. Never won a playoff game. I mean, I think he's in for a huge year and might warrant this ranking 
a year from now, you know, if they well, that's how they're judging this is yeah. where they're, you know where they're at going into this season. Um, I, I'm they really excited to see them. what he will do in that offense and yeah. you know schemed up. But is he a better quarterback than Lamar or Dak right now? I don't even know if he's going to you know start the season or be ready to start the season. Mm, yeah, that too. I mean, there's there's that issue. Uh, number five on the list. His highest ranking was two. His lowest ranking is nine. 25 years old. Last year he was unranked. That would be Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. I think he's the most. I think he's more talented than Mahomes. I mean, I, just physicality, the throws he makes, remarkable. He's though. kind of a, a cross between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Because I mean, his rushing can, numbers are he crazy. He can beat you running too, and yeah. not and not only you know where Jackson runs around you, this guy runs over you. He does. <laughs> and I would imagine. If I'm the owner of the Ravens or the Bills, when I give this guy the big contract, I'm going to say, let's cut down on the running a little. Yeah. But Lamar needs it more than he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what's remarkable about him is, you know, our opinions were similar on him too, is I didn't love him coming out of school. I thought he was holding the Bills back early on. But you look at his completion percentage, every year it's gone up by like 5 or 6%. Yeah. And it's not like because he's there dinking and dunking all the time. He drives the ball down the field. Yeah. But the, again, it goes back to the receivers. They went out and got him Stephon Diggs last year. That helps a lot. That brings me to, back to, to pair to with Lamar. John Brown and yeah. yeah. That brings me back to Lamar. Like Kyler, they go get him DeAndre Hopkins. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Allen, they go get him Diggs. You know, like what if those one of those guys was a Raven? Yeah. Well, I mean, different. it's no coincidence that you know the the Ravens had John Brown mm-hmm. and, and let him go. Yeah. Like. You know, you didn't help Lamar there. No, you didn't help Lamar there. But he's no, of course, he's not Diggs or Hopkins or somebody like that. But he's better than anything they had. But he was still one of the best guys we got. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, number four, highest ranking number two, lowest ranking number nine, 32 years old. Last year he was number two. That's Russell Wilson. He finished the season very poorly, though. Yeah. I mean, it, week 10, he's leader in the clubhouse for MVP. But, like, we've had conversations with some of these other guys. After that point, every defense played too high safety. Don't let DK and Lockett beat you over the top. Make him check down and be patient in the pocket. And he didn't have Everett and Eskridge and some of these out. Carson type. was hurt a lot. Carson was hurt a yeah. lot. Line wasn't great. Uh, he didn't leave a very good taste in my mouth. But there would have been a point I would have put him second or third. You know, Maybe even not, one. I, I thought yeah. I thought him and Mahomes were in one and one A yeah. at one point last year. Um, it just goes to show you what the lack of a running game can yeah. do to a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. threat of a running. I mean, they just you know, Carlos Hyde's okay. Sure, but, but guy, right? you know Carson, you know, missed so much time that we really saw Wilson kind of struggle. Mm-hmm. No, he, he's got to step it back up. Number three, highest ranking one, lowest ranking six. Last year's ranking number seven. He's forty-three years old. Tom sure. Brady. That's too high. I think that's it's too not high who too. he is. I mean, I get the off the field leadership, and he just won the Super Bowl, and he's remarkable. I mean, it, it's blasphemous to say that Tom Brady's overrated. I'd rather play against Tom Brady than Josh Allen. Yeah, <laughs> you know or what I mean. Pat Mahomes or, or yeah, Russell I mean, I know Wilson Mahomes can be ahead of him, yeah. but I know this this is a little harsh on Brady. But let's just picture that the Super Bowl, Mahomes got to play with the Bucks, and Brady got to play with the Chiefs. 
Brady would have been sacked a hundred times. Brady would have been dead, and he wouldn't have played. In they the would have buried quarter. him in the turf at, right. at, at midfield. Mahomes is vertical to the the the, uh, the turf, throwing balls and scrambling, half injured, and that's a little unfair to Tom. But when things don't go well, he's done. We talked about this last off season when they made the move to go get Brady, mm-hmm. and even before that, like. Tampa Bay, all they needed to go do they is, were good. is get a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over 40 times. <laughs> right, right, right. And they were going to be a contender. And they were going to be a contender. Well, they went and got Tom Brady, and he's obviously not going to turn the ball over 40 times. Of course. Um, and he has something to do with this, but that supporting cast is as good as there is in the league right yeah. now. I mean, they have a great defense, a great line. Christian Wirfs gets added to the mix. The receivers the are fantastic. Receiver. I mean, yeah. AB's your three. Yeah. You know, Gronk's your four. I mean, that's pretty good. And again, I'm not killing Brady. What he did was re- remarkable last year, and he has the best resume of them all. But it's in the lifetime achievement award. No, and if you put him in other situations, it would. It, it would look at the Patriots two years ago. He wasn't close. I mean, he shouldn't. If wasn't Tom Brady had guy. signed with the San Francisco 49ers last year instead of the mm-hmm. the Buccaneers, the 49ers be eighth on this list. Yeah, or something. if you know, he, right. if he was lucky, mm-hmm. he'd be eighth on this list. Um, Let alone if he was a Jet or yeah. you know, I mean. If, Number two, highest ranking, number one, lowest ranking, number four. Last year he was third. Age 37, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, the top two are pretty obvious to me, and I would draw a line after the top two. I mean, obviously Mahomes is one. Um, I think the conversation is who's three. Yeah. It's not Brady. It's not Brady. I mean, again, all respect to Brady, he's awesome, but second reactions aren't there, and the league is all about that now. I can understand why he's not mentioned, but Deshaun Watson might be three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not even on this list. Not I mean, he still list. exists. He's right. still a human being. He's still a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he would he would be in my top five. Yeah, I agree. And Mahomes, of course, is one. Lowest ranking number three for Mahomes. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. Maybe Brady and Rodgers for the old. Yeah, maybe the guy who ranked Brady one. 70-year-old GM. Who's ranking Brady number one? Come on, yeah. man. This isn't – come on. Last example here. Imagine Deshaun Watson and Brady switching teams last year. Oh, Brady on a, like that Houston team, or and Deshaun in Tampa. I mean, they're not. I think Watson's a much better player than Brady. Is my yeah. point. No, I agree. Player. I mean, I'm not talking about what's going on off the field. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the running back position. Cut. Um, we did this today on our podcast. I talked about the running backs and receiver list. This running back list. It's a little hard to come up with huge names if you're not including rookies, and the turnover is going to be remarkable. Yeah, there's only four guys who got honorable mention votes. Yeah, right. I think it was hard to come up with names. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Kareem Hunt, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders. And I think Edwards-Hilaire could get there, but by no means is he a top-ten player in his position yet. Right. You know right. what I mean? Uh, number ten is Josh Jacobs. I was kind of happy to see that. I always feel like he's been a little misused and never throwing him the football because he was a pretty decent receiver at Bama, and I just kind of blame Gruden for that. I mean, like, Jalen Richard's a better receiver, but isn't it better to have the, the Bell, Najee, every down, mixing type big back and on third and eight, you know? So, but I think he's a good player. Number nine, his highest ranking was four, lowest ranking unranked. Uh, last year's ranking was eight, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I'm a supporter, but yards per carry is bad. You know, I mean, injuries have been an issue, but talent is remarkable. I think this is a real make-or-break year for him, but he's going to be on a lot of my fantasy teams. 
Uh, number eight, last year's uh, his highest ranking was four, lowest ranking 13. Last year, he got he was an honorable mention guy, Aaron Jones. Yeah, uh, he's on every down guy. I mean, Dylan's going to have a role. I'm glad that people realize that these Kamara-esque backs have a lot of value, even if they're not every down players. Uh, number seven, highest ranking one. Hmm. Lowest ranking 12. Last year he was third. Ezekiel Elliott. Who in the hell is ranking him number one based After on what he did year. last year? Right. I, I said today on the show, on my podcast, I mean, very pivotal year for him. And my co-host pointed this out. I didn't realize. He's only, what, 24 or 25? 25, yeah. I, I thought he was 27. You know, I thought it was beginning of the end. And it might be. I mean, his film last year was beginning of the end. But all their offensive line was hurt. Everyone in the world was keying on him outside of Dak. But he's had a lot of wear and tear on even pre, body. Pre Dak though, he wasn't tearing it up. No, he's pre, slowly pre declined. Yeah. Even like that, I, I read a quote on there. They should give some of Dak's money to Zeke. No, Zeke should give some of his money to Dak. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Dak in the passing game is what drives that team, and he's going to benefit from three great receivers and you know the people around him. Pivotal year for him though. Number six, his highest ranking was one. His lowest was twelve. Last year's ranking, he was number one overall. 24 years old, Saquon Barkley. I'm worried about him. Just from the injury news, most talented guy on that list, in my opinion. But there's a couple things that are a little worrisome with him. Is He's always been the most talented guy in the field. And you get away with that at Penn State where, like, running back coaches don't show Saquon tape to their to players and say, do it this way. Yeah. Because he bounces things that he shouldn't. And he's never really learned the true nuances of the position. And that also goes for protection. I don't know the human being, but if you've been in the league three or four years and you're as physically strong and big and as gifted as him and you're still a liability in protection, it makes me think you're not doing the little things. Yeah. And it means you don't want to do it. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm reading between the lines, and he hasn't had to. But with all these injuries, if he loses 10% of those gifts – He's going to have to Frank Gore it out a little bit more and change his style. Yeah. And he's still not healthy. Number five, highest ranking one, lowest ranking 11, 25 years old. Last year he was number two. It's Christian McCaffrey. That's too low. Yeah. Who ranked him 11th? <laughs> right. I mean, On what planet is he the 11th best back in the league? Exactly. I mean, even the, what we saw of him last year, he was awesome. It wasn't a lot, but it's not like, boy, he's falling off a cliff. Uh, number four, highest ranking two, lowest ranking eighth. Last year he was seventh. He's 25. Nick Chubb. Yeah, I got no problem with that. I mean, he's a great runner. Yeah. Great runner. Uh, we, we talked about this off the air, too, that I mentioned the Football Outsiders stuff. You know, they kind of implied in their Brown section, maybe that Browns O-line's a little overrated. Not that it's bad. They've got, they've got two backs on this list. And it goes back to having the back making the running game. They have two backs that do a lot on their own, and it's back to the nausea line conversation. You yeah. know, like having a good back sure helps. Number three, highest ranking one, lowest ranking seventh. Last year he was sixth. He's 25. Dalvin Cook. Really good player. Yeah. I mean, he's a perfect example of they're one of the best running games in the league. They used a first-round pick on O-lineman, a third-round pick on O-lineman, had a bad O-line. Got rid of, of O-lineman. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that was their biggest weakness on offense, and they still were one of the best running teams in the league. Does it all. Great player. Number two, highest ranking number one, lowest ranking number eight. Last year he was fourth. He's 25 years old. 
see a trend there. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I can't argue it. I mean, I think I would take McCaffrey over Kamara as all-around guys. But what's funny is if you bring up Kamara's stats, what's this? He's played, what, four years? Does that sound right? Yeah. He's had – here's his reception totals over four years. 81, 81, 81, 83. You know, like tons of touchdowns as a runner and receiver, uh, passes the eyeball They use him to return kicks. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's another one. I think Breeze and the offense have become more reliant on Kamara than the other way around. And I'm not even saying their line's overrated, but you know the Browns and Saints, probably the best two offensive lines in the league. But the guys running the ball sort of help that cause too. Yeah. Number one, he's 27 years old. Are we worried by about By far that? the oldest guy in this list, by, by the far, way. By far, yeah. yeah. Uh, highest ranking one. Lowest ranking six. He was yeah. fifth last year. That's Derrick Henry. Do you start to worry about him now at 27? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, he's led the league in rushing two years in a row. Yeah, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I mean, he's sort of Jim Brownish in terms of he's as big as the guys tackling him yeah. and faster than all of them. There's some stat on there about him. His yards after contact is like more yards than anybody else has run in the whole league for two years or something crazy like yeah. that. But he's a zero in the passing game. I mean, occasionally he'll catch a, a, swing, a swing pass, pass and, go. and runs over three yeah. Jaguars on Thursday night for a touchdown or whatever. And he's not for everyone, but may, if anyone's the unicorn, it's him. He's pretty freaky. Since 2018, including the playoffs, he's had 997 carries. That's, a, That's 102 a more than the next closest back, who's Ezekiel Elliott. And he's 27. And he's That's 27. Old. Right, right, right. Um we just talked about Elliott maybe starting to slow down a little bit at 25. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, it's a major concern for me. Me too. Like, I'm not drafting him in fantasy. I'm, I'm not drafting him in fantasy, and, and if, if he can't play to that level, the Titans in are trouble. in trouble. They're in big trouble. I mean, with all respect to Julio and Brown and all those guys, he's still the straw that serves the drink, and yeah. that's how they're designed. You know, the, the offensive line is a big physical one for him. They don't have much behind him. You know, so it's fragile. Yeah. My question is, if we do this midway through the season, mm-hmm. where's Najee Harris fit on this list? Top 10. Yeah. Uh, there was two names I wanted to bring up, too. Is by no means J.K. Dobbins is. wasn't on here. Right. And it's a little, neither was Swift, neither was Akers. And I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm not sure to put Edwards Hilaire either, just for that reason. Um, Antonio Gibson wasn't either, nor should he be, but he could be next year. Yeah. The name they missed, though, is Austin Eckler. Yeah, nowhere on the list. Nowhere on the list. I mean, he's a better player than several of the guys they mentioned. And really, I don't think he's that much different than Kamara. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't score as much. It's, it's kind of strange that, I mean, there were only four guys in the honorable mention. Yeah. Guys like Chris Carson didn't make the list. Yeah. He's, he's, been a, he's okay. You know, right. I, I mean, mean he's, he's had a good couple of years. See, right. but, you know, if you had to win a game right now, would you take Chris Carson or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to, to be your back? Right. Seattle wouldn't make that trade for this year. Yeah. I mean, with all respect to Miles Sanders, who's really talented, he's been awfully inconsistent and hard to count on, too. Right. You know, I, I'm intrigued by him, but he wouldn't be in my and that's top just a name that That's just a name I'm throwing out there. I'm sure there's some other guys that I could think yeah, of that would be like, absolutely. you know. Um, but, uh, do you think ATN or Javante Williams will be on that list in Thanksgiving? I don't know if they're going to get the, the, the carries to, to make that kind of – that could be a mid-season kind of yeah. thing for them unless James Robinson goes down or 
you know, something Even then, happens. would he still get the – I mean, Hyde might step in. You know, like he, he's yeah. a certain type of guy. Um, I think his ceiling is an Ekelar-type player, but those guys usually don't blossom overnight. Um, well, you and I know I like Javante Williams a lot, obviously, from our pre-draft conversations. But Melvin Gordon doesn't stink. Cost, yeah, he's cost, not going cost. away unless they unless they decide, to unless they decide he's going or, away. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, yeah, popular to contrary belief, he's not terrible. No. I mean, he may have probably one more year with them, and then Williams will be the guy. But that's an obstacle. Yeah, well, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you know, at best you're sharing carries. That's the thing about Harris is that he's not going to be sharing carries. No, without question. Yeah. There aren't many le- – I mean, I think he's going to be tier- – you talked about workload with Henry. Harris will be – Top five in the league in touches? I would think so. Game? Yeah, you know? I would think so. Over Kamara, over Eckler. Because he catches the ball. Right, right. You know, and they're not going to be as hard as a carry as a Henry puts up. No, right, Because right, you're right. going to have five of those are going to be catches where you're just, mm-hmm. you know, running out of bounds or getting tackled by a defensive back instead, right, of, right, right. instead of three uh, linebackers and a defensive end. No, there's not <laughs> a lot of guys on that list that are going to be the same workload as Harris. I mean, if, if Elliott's right, he will be. I mean, he'll catch passes, yeah. too. I mean, there's a couple of them, but... Workload-wise, Dalvin Cook will be. Yeah. Well, we didn't get through all these, but uh, we got to take a break. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's going to do it for this show. So, for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Kellen Gursky here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.